Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. How is it a new month already? I was typing in the date for today's episode, and it was a seven at the beginning, and that just does not compute for me right now. But I feel like, honestly, that we just did our monthly planning episode a week ago, but here we are again. Right now, I just got back from sitting on the front porch of the coffee shop in Tennessee. The breeze was blowing, the birds were floating around the yard, and I was watching our kid draw while listening to an audiobook, and it was the most precious thing. It was probably one of my favorite mornings in Sewanee so far. So let's get into the three good things for today. Good thing number one is a front porch. I love a front porch or just a covered porch in general. Big fan. I I mean, the magic that can be made on a front porch. I think it's like the answer to all problems. It's like, you know what? Just go sit on the front porch for a bit. Take a breath. That's it. That's all I need. Number two, this morning, Obi and I played tennis. We've been playing tennis every Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the mornings. And this morning it was like chilly and foggy and it was so magical. And we, to get to the outdoor tennis courts, it's like a walk through the woods, like a little trail through the woods, takes us to the tennis courts in the morning. And on the way back, we saw a little baby deer, like a fawn. And it was amazing. It was magical. The third thing that I have been really loving right now are take and bakes. I'm obsessed at home with HelloFresh. And we haven't gotten our HelloFresh box this year. Someone took it. Well, they didn't take it. It was given to them by the post office because they didn't know there there were two Sarah Janes and they gave it to another Sarah Jane. And so I'm having withdrawals because it's the easiest possible way to plan dinner and just manage dinner, especially being here where we don't have like all of our kitchen ingredients. I was really looking forward to having HelloFresh because it makes everything easier. But yeah, we don't have ours. So I've been really stressed about cooking in the kitchen. This kitchen isn't super functional for making a big meal in a a myriad of ways. Um, so I've just been getting taken bakes from the grocery store. That's like 30 minutes away. So like drive to the grocery store, like a half hour away and then grab some stuff, bring it back. And one thing I've been grabbing is taken bakes. They're mediocre at best, but they're, they're doing the job. They're not replacing my beloved HelloFresh, <laughs> but they are making it easier to do dinner in the midst of chaos. Now let's get into monthly review time. Um, You guys seem to be enjoying these. I get DMs about it every time we do it. So hopefully it's not too repetitive, but it serves as a way for you and I to check in and also for a reminder for you to check in with yourself. So if you're new here, we use the seven dimensions of wellness as a way to reflect on what's working, what's not working, and what I would like to do next. 
And those seven dimensions are spiritual, although I use creative there, social, environmental, emotional, intellectual, physical, and occupational. I go through and talk about what's working, what's not working, and what I'm planning to do moving forward. Now, I want to preface this episode by saying that June was quite the month, okay? We moved to Tennessee. I was here for about a week, and then I traveled to Atlanta for work, drove from Atlanta to Asheville, picked up our kiddo, and then drove back to Tennessee. And then we had our kiddo for about two weeks, and then drove back to Asheville, and then the next day drove back to Tennessee again. So I did the last sessions of my coaching program for this season as well, and y'all, it's just been a bit of a hectic season, but also it's really full and beautiful, so we will see how this month went when we kind of go through these prompts, but in July, I'm going to try and be really realistic (laughs) with what I can handle because my life isn't really slowing down. Like July, August, and September are all a little bit bananas. And I'm going to try to manage my expectations accordingly. But let's get into the first dimension, which is spiritual. But like I said, I call it creative. So this is me exploring what works for me creatively. So last month, I planned for June to plan the retreat for myself that starts in July. But I needed to pre-create content, schedule out some content, and create that space so that I could take time off. And I did that. So at this point, I am all set to start my retreat this week. Things that went well creatively this month, you know, honestly, just being in a small town with very little distractions surrounded by writers is, it's definitely nice for creativity. It feels really inspiring. Um, What didn't work is I just don't quite feel comfortable in the home that we have. Um, And so it's hard, I think, to find a place that feels good to focus. And I'm a bit overloaded with work, frankly. (laughs) It's just one of those seasons. And that's it's hard to create, to feel creative for your own projects when you're being creative for your job. You know, it's it I find that tricky. And so we're just navigating that. And then next month is my writing retreat. So I want to really focus on a specific project and just carve out time to work on that. And it's going to be about a week and a half of just getting to focus on writing, which I'm thrilled about. Then the next area is social. So I planned to focus on being kind and friendly, but also making a lot of alone time. And honestly, I would say that in June, this was probably the area that's been the best for me. It's been really easy to be social here and everyone is incredibly lovely and warm and welcoming. Um, I have a little bit of, well, we'll get into that in a second, (laughs) but overall, yeah, I think I did that. I think that's felt great. Things that are working, I truly do feel a sense of community here. And I think for the first time in in a while, a sense of camaraderie, you know, like they're all in the same experience together. Everybody's kind of been, yeah, super warm and welcoming and open. And it feels nice to kind of see people throughout the day that you know. And I don't know, it's been been really cool. We had like a big dinner together one night and we had a friend over for dinner last night. It's been, it's been really nice. Now things that are not working, 
Um, first, just not having time to be more fluid and open to socializing with my job the way it's been and with having the kiddo here. It's been tricky. Like, I think we envisioned spending more time with people than we're getting to. So I want to really kind of think about that moving forward. The other thing not working is I just get anxious about formal socialized events. Like, I don't think I'm particularly socially anxious. That could be inaccurate. But when it comes to like a networking event, I just find those really weird and uncomfortable. And uh, so that's been tricky. Moving forward, um, since I'll be on a retreat, I'm going to try to make more time for people. Um, I'm also going to carve out alone time because that's incredibly important. But uh, yeah, I just want to make more time to have lunch with people or grab dinner and things like that. Or be willing to hang out after bedtime. You know, I've been waking up at like 530 in the morning here, which means I'm trying to get into bed to start winding down by 8. And that makes socializing kind of trickier, right? If everybody's hanging out after I'm already in bed. So we're just going to play with being more fluid with my schedule. Moving on. The next area is environmental, which has been the hardest of the, of the dimensions this month. My plan was to bring what I wanted here to pack whatever would make me feel good about being here. Um, and I did that and I have zero regrets about it. I was really toiling over if I should bring the espresso machine or not, or if that was like super extra. But I have used it every single day, often twice a day. We aren't even using our coffee pot here at all, really. So um, I would have brought the coffee pot and not the espresso machine, but the espresso machine is the one that we're mostly using. So yeah, no regrets. Um, things that are working, I have found the spots of the house that feel comfortable for me. I'm going to move my desk upstairs. Right now I'm in this weird small room <laughs> that downstairs that I like picked for myself, but I it's, it has a weird smell. I'm uncomfortable in it. So I'm going to move it upstairs once my our kiddo leaves into the room that where the kiddo is because it feels really nice in there. So I'm going to do that. Um, I also have found some ways to make the space smell better as much as I can and feel more comfortable. And we're rolling with that. Now, things that are not working is I don't like our space. Um, I really have made the most of it and I've adjusted for sure, but I am looking forward to going back to like our house again. I just, you know, we don't really have hot water for showers. It's, you know, I got rid of the ants that were here, but there was like a big ant infestation in our bathroom and our kitchen. Um, I have amazing trap suggestions for those if you're interested, but um, got rid of them overnight, which is amazing. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel great. And it's not like it's a bad space. It's just not a comfortable space for me. So moving forward into July, I want to embrace the things that don't feel good as a way of appreciating what we have. Um, going without things that make me comfortable is such an amazing way to appreciate the things that I take for granted in my day-to-day -day life. And so I'm just going to approach it from that place, allow myself to dislike it and just be like, you know what? This is, this sucks. <laughs> it sucks to not have like water pressure or hot water for showers. And also like when I get home, that's going to feel like a luxury, which I used to take it for granted. And I think that's fun. I think it's like when you go camping, you know, and you kind of go without things for a while, you, everything starts to feel like 
all modern conveniences are thrilling. (laughs) I think um, I'm just kind of stepping into it with that mentality for July. Our next area is emotional. So I planned to not activate what I call stress mode to get things done. Um, I did that for a season and it was amazing. Um, It really lowered my ability, like lowered my capacity for what I could accomplish, but I stayed in a much calmer state. And so I was like, I want to do that in June. And you know what? I didn't do that. That didn't happen. So yeah. Um, (laughs) What else is... um, I just, yeah, I planned to do nourishment to the max outside of work. And I do feel like I've done that as much as I can here. Like I have really taken good care of myself. Um, Things that are working this month are really just acceptance of the situation. Also socializing. I think that's been really lovely. And then movement every morning. Usually I work out in the afternoons, but I've been working out in the morning here. And I do think that's really good for me mentally because it kind of puts me in a good headspace before the day even starts. Things that are not working, um, I have felt so much guilt and potentially even shame for not liking it here as much as I hoped I would or as much as I like imagined I would. I have been so hard on myself for the way that I feel about it. Um, And I don't know if other sevens feel this way, but if you're in a situation where you're like unable to have a great time, are you really hard on yourself about that? Like, because normally what I would do is I would change my situation. I wouldn't sit in that feeling, right? I would do whatever I needed to do to get out of that scenario. But because that wasn't an option for me, um, I... Um, yeah, because that wasn't an option for me, I had to just sit in those feelings and it was hard. Um, but I, moving forward, want to really embrace the complexity of experience. In every experience, there's going to be things that we love and things that we hate, and that's okay. And I'm allowed to just not like some stuff. <laughs> like, that's totally okay. I actually talked to my therapist and she was like, yeah, what if you did – you could do a countdown for when you leave even. Like you're allowed to hate it that much that you're like counting down the days till you go. And I told my husband after, I was like, oh, and actually the countdown thing actually is like a reverse mind trick for me because once I start counting down, I think, oh, I need to make the most of this time and I'm going to really appreciate being here because I'm – you know, there's a sense of like, it's going away. And my husband was like, yeah, you don't have to like it though. Like you actually don't even have to do that. Um, you don't have to find a way to like it here. You could just count down the days for the heck of it. I was like, my brain couldn't even accept that, you know, (laughs) as a possibility. But that being said, I am, um, let's talk about what's, what we're doing next. So in the month of July, yeah, I want to embrace the complexity of the human experience and socialize more because socializing, I'm an extrovert. It feels good to me and I want to do more of it. Now, intellectual is our next area and it is like interruption city over here. My husband just got locked out of the house. I'm getting like texts from my management, but I'm back. I'm focused. I'm here. We're going to get into intellectual. The plan is to continue to learn something new each month. So that's what I intended to do. This month, I 
did that. I st- I've been studying the braided essay right now, and that's something I'm really interested in and I want to use during my like writer retreat. So that feels good. And then continuing to read, which I have. I read seven books in June, and driving's helping that a lot. Like I have been doing so many drives, so listening to audiobooks, it adds a lot of books to the list, you know. And working, things that are working. Reading is going well. Learning something new new once a month as a goal is going well. And then I've also been taking notes on nonfiction books, and that's also going well. I've been kind of reading a nonfiction book in the morning and a fiction book for the rest of the day. I'm on the fence about whether that's working or not, but I do like integrating nonfiction into my routine. And I like taking notes on it because I I really want to learn from it. Um, Things that are not working. Honestly, this area works pretty well for me generally. Um, I do think I could do a better job this month or I could have done a better job in June of specifically learning things for my job, like content creation, writing, or the Enneagram, like just like continually pouring in to the things that I do for my job. Um, I do feel like this month was a little stale in that regard, and it reinvigorates me the more that I learn. So I want to recommit to that, which is going to be easy because in July, what's next is the Enneagram Conference in San Francisco. So we're kind of, we're all going as a family. Um, I'll be going to all the workshops and all of that, and I'm hosting a roundtable discussion. And yeah, we're just going to, I'm going to go ready to learn. Last year they pitched, you know, do you want to speak? And um, you you had to like put in a submission for what what you wanted to speak about. And I honestly kept thinking, I don't have anything new to say right now. And I didn't submit a proposal to speak at all because I was just kind of like, I just feel like if I don't have anything I need to say, I'm not going to say anything at all. You know what I mean? I don't feel like this like deep desire to be on a stage all the time. I just kind of feel like sometimes I have something to say and sometimes I don't. Um, and this year I just didn't, I didn't have anything I wanted to say, but I am going to host a round table, which I'm excited about. Um, just getting to like sit with you, talk with you about what's working for you, how you're feeling, what you're hoping to learn, all that good stuff. Now, um, I am excited to go and just feel invigorated with information and connect with some of my friends who are in the Enneagram world and hopefully meet some of you, which would be amazing. So um, let me know if you're going on Instagram. I would love to connect. And let's get into physical. So physically, my plan was to make a plan (laughs) for movement while I was in Tennessee. And I have done that. I feel like I've really committed to a movement practice that feels great to me. Um, And with that in mind, here is what is working right now. Tuesday and Thursday, I do workouts with a girl who has an online program. Her name is Kaya. And I mostly do her strength flows. So she does this amazing job of mixing in kind of what I, I assume is Pilates with yoga. And it's a really cool workout. I always leave very sore, but it feels really good in the process of doing the workout. And then Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I play tennis with Obi. And I do, 
I work out at 630 in the morning, every morning, no matter what right now. And that feels really good as well. Now, things that are not working, I haven't been making time for yoga. So normally in the morning I do yoga, um, but because I replaced that with my workout, I just haven't made time for yoga in my schedule. And so I, I've moved to making that a thing I do on the weekends and we'll see how that feels. If I do yoga Saturday and Sunday, that'll feel really nice. Also, food has just been hard for me here. Um, Like I said, I don't really feel comfortable cooking. I don't feel comfortable really eating in our house. Um, This is sounds wild, but like that's just my brain. (laughs) Like there's one room I feel comfortable eating in. It's our bedroom, which is something I would never do at home, but that's just kind of the deal. And then I'll eat outside, (laughs) but I feel really uncomfortable eating downstairs. I I don't know – I don't know. Um, And then I've also really, because of that, kind of struggled with water intake um, because when I'm downstairs, I don't want to drink water. I don't know. Make it make sense because it does not make sense to me, but it's like my body is resisting it and I need to figure that out. So my goal, because I've been doing just kind of the easiest possible meals, I really want to focus on adding fruit and veg into every meal, even if it's just eating like raw broccoli on the side. Like I don't care. Um, I'm just going to like focus on getting the food in. Today I had like some, a really good meal. Honestly, I had like chicken sausage and like a little salad, some pineapples, some cucumbers, some carrots, and just kind of ate them like that. Um, and that was actually really nice. And I think that's going to be the vibe, you know, and that's okay. Now, occupational, This is our last area. Um, My plan was to prep my schedule to have two weeks off. And I mostly did that. I'll have about a week and a half and that feels great. And then I'm working on a secret project right now and that's going well and it should go live mid-July. So look forward to that. And then what worked this month is the coaching program. I just have loved the coaching program. Um, I also taught a training in Atlanta with a revamped way of organizing the information that I usually share, and I loved it. I loved the people. I loved the process of sharing the information all all around. It felt like a really good collaboration. Um, Part of that is my HoneyBook subscription. I'm obsessed. Uh, It has made my life so much easier, and I used it so well this month. I feel really good about that. I also booked out my incubator offers for this year. If you don't know, my incubator is where I fly to you. We build your business in three days. And um, yeah, I booked those out for 2023 and I've started my wait list for 2024. Now here's what did not work. Um, My website is still not finished. So if you don't know, basically I had someone build me a website, but they built it on a platform that I just found really difficult to edit myself on. And I just found myself resisting making updates on the site that really needed to be made. And so I was like, I need to switch to Squarespace. So I switched to Squarespace. I hired someone on Fiverr to make that switch for me. And it feels like I just threw that money down the drain. I was so proud of that choice this time last month (laughs) because it aesthetically, she moved everything over and it looked exactly the same as my old site, which I loved aesthetically. Um, However, 
what I didn't realize at the time is that on the back end, it's really hodgepodge. Like it's not built in. It was built in a way that's like also not really editable for me. And that was the problem. So um, instead of kind of talking to her about it, I was like, I'm just building my website. I'm just going to rebuild my website. And so I'm just rebuilding my website. And that is what it is, you know. I also have been struggling to make time for future-oriented projects, you know, things that I want to do down the road and I need to figure that out. And then I've just not been sending newsletters. I was supposed to start sending newsletters once a week and I'm not even sending them once a month. So I'm going to recommit to doing that once a month, which brings me into what's next. I'm going to send a newsletter once a month. Um, I want during my writing workshop to write one essay that I am super proud of. And then I want to consider making the move from Medium to Substack. So right now I occasionally will write on Medium, but I, which is what I recommend. Like if you are someone without a large audience and you want to blog and you're starting out, I highly, highly recommend Medium. It's great for multiple reasons. One, it monetizes you once you hit 100 subscribers. But two, it promotes you as well. It it serves as a search engine. It promotes your writing. It's an amazing tool. But I am not that person. Like I have an audience. I I a lot of my audience is on Substack, already subscribed to people. So why am I not on Substack? You know, it's kind of like go where your audience is, unless you don't already have an audience and you need to build one. I probably should consider Substack. So that's something that I need to think about. And that is it for me, friends. So let's get into what's coming up in terms of content this week. So on the podcast, Wednesday, we're talking about building self-trust and confidence. Friday, I'm answering a question texted into the podcast phone line about mistyping types seven and nine. And then on YouTube, my morning routine in Sewanee went live yesterday. So this week for all of us is an invitation to sit down and ask yourself what's working, what's not, and what is next. And as always, we're going to end this one with a quote from the Dalai Lama. Every day is a new opportunity to begin again. Every day is your birthday. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. It's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you Wednesday for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.